Hi, this is Nikki from Motherhood Unfiltered is going to be okay. You're listening to another podcast episode. If you like the podcast and the episode, please write a review, share with a friend, or leave a comment. You can also visit my website at www.nikkiasherbowling.com or you can visit my YouTube channel. Thank you and enjoy a new episode from Motherhood Unfiltered is going to be okay. Hello, this is Nikki from Motherhood Unfiltered is going to be okay. And today I have a guest, Annette Presley, with me, and she focuses on women's health. And she's been um, focusing mainly on the lack of iodine that women have in their system and where it's causing them to either not be able to become pregnant or... Um, they have to have a mastectomy or a hysterectomy. So I am so glad that she's here today. Uh, but before we get started, I just want to remind everybody that if you're watching this on YouTube, please like, comment, and share. And that's a demand. Actually, it's just a request. So, <laughs> but I would appreciate it. I would like to move up the food chain there, you know, but um, if you listen to it on podcast, um, you can listen to it on uh, my website, www.nikkiasherbowling.com. And please um, rate it so that um, I can see how well I'm doing. So, Annette, thank you so much for finally, after many months... <laughs> <laughs> scheduling time with me. <laughs> well, thank you so much like, for well, having me. <laughs> I yeah, like, I well, have too many squirrels. Someday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gosh, isn't that the truth? <laughs> so I know when we first uh, talked, you were uh, focusing on a different area, but now you've you know moved over to, to a more generalized where... Um, women are the, you said their lack of iodine in their system, right? right? And so how does that affect them becoming pregnant or um, developing some kind of breast cancer or having to have a hysterectomy? I mean, how does that all work together? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're just having a day here. This is why we get along because okay. yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Um, her life is my life. I mean, like everything <laughs> happens at the wrong time. <laughs> I know it works fine until you need it to work. <laughs> right. um, yeah. So, so I was doing infertility and one of the things that I focused on was iodine because um, you actually need it to have a healthy baby. And so miscarriages, mm -hmm. even getting pregnant is much harder if you don't have enough iodine, but it also affects the baby. So it actually increases mm -hmm. the IQ 
of the baby. So if, an, if a mother was iodine deficient, they were more likely to have a baby with allergies, asthma, ADHD, oh autism. Yeah. Learning disabilities. I mean, it's huge. Um, but then I was finding myself in conversations with women who were not mm -hmm. trying to get pregnant. Um, they were just, you know, having issues with depression and the mm -hmm. doctors wanted to take their uterus out or they were diagnosed with <laughs> breast cancer, you know, <laughs> just all these things. And, and I would talk about iodine and they said, well, they never told me about iodine, um, you know, and nobody's ever heard of it, but what? iodine. Would they would I mean, a doctor would know about that, right? I mean, well, they should. So here's the thing. Iodine used to be called the Swiss Army knife of medicine. Um, and okay. what does a Swiss Army knife do? It does everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, so iodine did everything. It was in the Merck oh, manual, God. you know, which is like the Bible for doctors. Yeah. Um, it was actually used in the 1800s for um, treating breast cancer. And like every medicine cabinet had it. <laughs> it was the go-to remedy for everything. And now nobody knows about it. Doctors are afraid of it. And, you know, it's like... How how do, how do we get here? Annette, you're blowing my mind over here. I mean, seriously, just iodine itself has such, I, I can't, I don't even know. I, I don't even know what to say. I know. <laughs> I'm blown away from it. Well, yeah. So what happened was, uh, I think around 1948, uh, Wolf mm -hmm. and Tchaikov did this study on rats and they concluded that iodine harmed the thyroid of these rats. And um, now they didn't measure the thyroid hormone of these rats and they didn't mm -hmm. um, identify in the paper that there were any like nodules or anything. Uh -huh. So there was no evidence that there was anything wrong with these rats, <laughs> but they concluded it anyway. Uh, and then in 1969, Wolf went on to the National Institutes of Health where he had another paper and kind of mm -hmm. brought over the 1948 paper and basically uh, convinced doctors to um, have iodophobia, which is the fear of iodine. <laughs> That's a real thing. It's a thing, yeah. <laughs> Quit it, Annette. We're supposed to be serious here. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes it's just, it's it's so unbelievable. You just have to laugh I know. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, so to determine that it hurt the rat's <laughs> thyroid, but they don't have anything to to show what it did. Right. Yeah. And and so on that, so we have that's on one side. And then yeah. we have fifteen thousand years of the use of iodine in medicine on the other side. It goes all the way back to like seaweed, you know, in the caveman yeah. days. <laughs> oh my god. And you know, it's it's kind of like I don't know. I, I kind of feel like the 15,000 years is better, but. Oh. Yeah, I know. So. I know. That's just one of the, the cons of modern medicine, you know, because, you know, something that has worked for so long, um, you know, they want something new and improved, you know, mm -hmm. and I feel like sometimes that old, you know, the old ways or whatever you want to call it. Um, it, I mean, it still works. It actually works. We should not totally get rid of it, you know? 
Right. So. Well, and you can't patent iodine. <clears throat> so that's, you know, the real problem is you can't make any money on it. Oh, there <laughs> you go. You hit the nail on yep. the head. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, so if we have a problem, I mean, do we just start taking supplements or, or, I mean, no, well, so I guess we would have to find out if you're deficient, right? Right. right. Yeah. And so um, you might want to think about an iodine deficiency if you have anything like depression, because iodine affects the brain. So like uh, maybe you can't remember where you put your keys. You don't think well, you know, you've got brain fog. Um, you can't mm -hmm. concentrate on things. You, you're just mm -hmm. not productive. Um, mm -hmm. you know, you're kind of feeling like I just can't get anything done. Um, right. you know, any kind of hormone issues. So if you're having hot flashes, mm -hmm. uh, you know, anything with menopause, um, again, mm -hmm. you can't get pregnant or you're having miscarriages, mm -hmm. um, all of those kinds of things indicate that there could be a deficiency in iodine. And so the best way to test for it is unfortunately not a fun test. It's a 24-hour urine test, so you have to collect your urine for 24 hours. <laughs> okay. You know, which <laughs> I know, which for women, you know, is a thing, but <laughs> um, it's doable. They they give you a, a very wide cup, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and you have to keep it in the refrigerator. Oh so, well, I mean, I've done that before. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise like, it's gonna smell pretty bad. But <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, do you have to keep each time you've urinated separate or? No. So they give you uh, one jug. And uh, so what okay. happens is you'll, um, the first, when you wake up in the morning, you just pee regularly. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then you take a 50 milligram um, iodine pill. Mm -hmm. And then from there on, you collect your urine for 24 more hours after taking that pill. So if you get up oh. in the middle of the night, you got to, you know, make sure you get your yeah. jug. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And so you just pee in the same jug. And oh, gotcha. um, I kind of, they also um, sent me a cup with it because I did two tests. I did a spot test and mm -hmm. a loading test. Mm -hmm. um, so the loading test probably just comes with the jug. Um, <clears throat> and it is wide enough. Um, yeah. You know, it's not like a tiny little hole. <laughs> Well, um, I mean, thank the Lord for that, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. And then um, it holds three liters. So I think I had about 2,900 liters. Oh, my God. Or three, yeah. well, 2.9 liters. Okay. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> 3,000 th 3, milliliters, right? <laughs> um, so if you do more than that, what you have to do is when you get to the three um, mil or the three liter mark, is uh -huh. shake the thing you pour some of it into a vial yeah and then you label it um, and you have to record the amount of urine in the jug then you throw that out and start over um, mm. and then that second jug however much you have in there you put in another another vial okay so they're just wanting to see is it just seeing if your body is processing the iodine when you yes. take that tablet yeah. So what happens with iodine is the body will only take it what it needs. So if you have a lot of iodine and, you know, your cells are saturated with iodine, you're going to pee a lot of it out. 
Um, mm, okay. So if you don't have iodine, though, you're going to absorb most of it. So with an iodine oh. loading test, you want mm. um, like a 90% would be good uh, mm. or anything above that. Anything below 90% means you're deficient. Oh, wow. That's, that's interesting. So, but they can't just check your blood because no. of the way it processes in your body. Yeah, there's no way to yeah. really get an accurate picture of iodine status with a blood test. So am I assuming that you were iodine deficient, Annette? Um, so I am. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know how deficient. Um, I'm waiting for a test to come back. Um, but one of the oh. things that I recently found out that I have is a fibroid uterus. And so fibroids, cysts. Um, fibromyalgia, Hashimoto's, um, hypothyroidism, mm -hmm. all of that is also, um, it indicates a, an iodine deficiency. So I'm taking about 150 milligrams right now, <laughs> which the RDA is 150 mm -hmm. micrograms. Yeah. So, I mean, what if you, what if your doctor already has you on like, you know, Lexa, um, Le Synthroid, Jesus, I was trying to think of the name. I mean, that's supposed to take care of that, right? Yeah, it doesn't actually fix the problem. So if your uh, thyroid issue is due to an iodine deficiency, the medications won't fix an iodine deficiency. So you actually have to take iodine and be getting enough to fill your system. Uh -huh. um, yeah, so if you are on medications, uh, mm -hmm. you would definitely want to you know, work with your doctor Right. Um, because right. you might need to decrease your medications when you increase your iron status. Oh, gotcha. Yep. So, um, so just to take a break from this subject, tell us, because I know what you do, but nobody else knows what you do. So <laughs> tell I'm us just some random your... woman on here talking about it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Being in a big old cup. <laughs> right. So tell us about um, your background and how you be your you became interested in nutrition and you know women's health and things and all of that. So because I know that when we talked the first time, yeah, I was blown away by our conversation of things that because did you work for a government? Um one of the government agencies or something? No, but I did have to defend my credentials. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So I <laughs> um, actually got interested in nutrition when I was 16. Mm -hmm. um, we had aerobics class for PE in high school. And I thought, oh, this is fun. I'm going to be an aerobics instructor. <laughs> <laughs> Aerobics is fun. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> you know, with the leggings and the whole thing. Um, this was back in the 80s. <laughs> right. I know. I remember. <laughs> and uh, so I used to pick up Shape Magazine at the grocery store. And mm. it was the nutrition articles that really piqued my interest. So when right. I went to college, I just put nutrition down as my major. And nobody mm. said I couldn't. <laughs> so I went with it. <laughs> I mean, I had no clue, you know, that there Here's were jobs Annette out just there. just <laughs> sneaking through life, you know. Exactly. <laughs> she just put stuff down. <laughs> so I took a nutrition class and I loved it. And so that's when I found out about dietitians. And uh, so mm -hmm. then I um, 
became a registered dietitian. And mm -hmm. about 14 years in, I discovered that I pretty much had a license to kill. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> I, I jokingly say that, but it's not really a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, um, but because the advice I'm supposed to give out actually contributes to chronic disease and obesity. So, um, I know. yeah. And I, I mean, that just made me so angry because here I was thinking I'm helping people. Right. And I'm actually, you know, getting them to the grave a whole lot faster. <laughs> and we'll just call you devil 07. <laughs> yeah. So um, I was so angry. I almost quit nutrition entirely. And yeah. uh, but then um, God kind of got to me and said, nope, mm -mm. you, you got to stay in there because somebody has to tell the truth. <laughs> so I stayed in. <laughs> um, I changed what I taught. And I mm -hmm. got away with it for about three years. And then the local dietetic association filed a complaint against me oh, for yeah. basically for telling people to eat butter instead of margarine is, is <laughs> what it boiled down to. <laughs> I love butter. It's way better than margarine. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, <laughs> it's, it's not the right fat. So, um, so I had to defend my credentials and right. the, they asked me to write a paper on LDL cholesterol and explain why I was going to go back to recommending vegetable oils instead of animal fats. And of course, I had already been through the science on this. I knew what it said. No way was I going to go back. <laughs> um, so instead, I wrote a paper going through all the science from like the early 1900s to the present at that time. Mm -hmm. Oh, <laughs> can you hear that? <laughs> My microphone is driving me crazy. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> so. I'm dying. Where was I? <laughs> I promise I have not been drinking. <laughs> Although I might need one afterward. But <laughs> You're totally fine. I'm enjoying myself. You're talking about... You're supposed to write a story about vegetable yeah. oil. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, I couldn't write that paper. So instead, I wrote a story going through the science um, from the early 1900s to the present, demonstrating mm -hmm. that we had no scientific support for our fear of saturated fat and cholesterol. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it was actually in that <laughs> process that I started seeing iodine pop up um, because it was in practically yep. every type of study. And it was just these little iodines. It was like it was just you know, shoot up at me. I'm like, huh. <laughs> you know, that's interesting. I've never heard any, anyone talk about iodine in heart disease or anything. Right. Um, you know, so that was kind of in the back of my mind. Um, so I, I actually won the case. Um, they were not very happy with me. Um, <laughs> and they, they accused me of asking my own questions instead of relying on the questions that had already been asked and answered. So I'm not, some, I don't know how you're supposed to like learn anything doing that, but, <laughs> and I don't know how that is science, but anyway, you were um, not conforming in it. I was not, I am not a conformist. <laughs> I'm very Talk bad about awkward silence when she walks in the room. Yeah. Like, there she is. <laughs> yeah. I Well, yeah, the local dietitians were not very happy that I yeah. won. Um, right. And they actually filed a second complaint. 
a few months after we were done with that one. And, oh um, but the, my, the local organization or the national organization defended me because I was, um, they actually asked me to use a disclaimer when uh -huh. I talked about fat. So the advice I give on fat is not sponsored, approved, recommended, or endorsed by the FDA, the USDA, the NIH, or the AN, you know, kind of a thing. And which is, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I thought it was hilarious myself. But here it I is am hilarious because Annette comes with a disclaimer now. So <laughs> exactly. And um, and you know, I have to disclaim the truth. <laughs> so I can lie and not have to say anything. But if I tell I the truth, I have to use a disclaimer. So it was oh just kind of ridiculous. They are um, ridiculous. Yeah. So anyway, I was using the disclaimer, so there was nothing they could do. I because right. I was following the instructions. Right. So right. Um, so I haven't heard anything since. So <laughs> hopefully <laughs> we're done. And now with that. you're making new friends and <laughs> right. <laughs> So yeah, well, so now I'm, I'm just, on the iodine. Yeah, I'm so glad that you didn't let that them, I, whatever you want to call it, um, bully you into. Oh my God, I'm gonna lose my job if I don't say vegetables better, you know, mm -hmm. or vegetable oils better, whatever. Because um, I feel like it just seems like we're not allowed to have our own thoughts and opinions, you know. Yeah, and, and if I, we talk about those things, then you are a naysayer, or you know, whatever word you want to put on it. Um, or a disinformation person, <laughs> yeah, you're fake news, Annette. Yeah, I mean, seriously. I mean, I just, I, where's I the just, ministry of truth when you need it? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And that's, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I like doing the podcast because. You know, we can sit here and talk about whatever we want. And um, I just, it's so frustrating that something that could actually help you mm -hmm. get better. I mean, if we are iodine deficient and that's all we need, we wouldn't have to have medications and um, surgeries and feel like, you know, you're a big fat loser because you don't feel like getting up out, out of the bed because of, you know, you just, you don't feel good mm -hmm. and you yeah. still have to do your everyday work. Well, yeah, especially as women. I mean, a lot of us, you know, we have families, kids, yeah. we've got people depending on us. So we don't have right. time to be stuck in bed all day or miserable yeah. or any of that. But, you know, we go to mm -hmm. the doctor and like clearly something's wrong with us, you know, this isn't our mm -hmm. norm. Um, yeah. But the doctors, you know, they look at labs and it's like, oh, it's normal. So they think you're normal. <laughs> you know, I mean, you still have symptoms, so it doesn't really matter <laughs> what, you know, that the labs are normal. Um, I know. I, I, when I had talked to, um, you know, my doctor, I, I said, I, I made a comment that, you know, my, thyroid levels were acting up or whatever he's like well your numbers are fine and i'm like well i still feel like crap right yeah <laughs> <laughs> like if they're fine why do i feel like crap <laughs> i mean exactly and so Can the you help me out here i, I mean you know so I'm doctors actually coming back 
<laughs> right. But just give me something, you know, but no, they, they, um, you know, doctors used to pay attention to uh, symptoms, but now they mm-hmm. just go by the lab work and the lab work doesn't mm-hmm. always indicate uh, the level of crappiness you feel, <laughs> yeah. you know, it, it doesn't measure that. <laughs> I know. And, um, I know. And so um, with iodine, deficiency. I mean, we've been becoming more and more deficient over the last 50 years. And we can Mm -hmm. actually see a rise in Hashimoto's, breast cancer, Mm -hmm. even prostate cancer, thyroidism, heart disease, as Mm -hmm. iodine levels decline. So clearly there's a connection. And I mean, like I even found it, you know, in the little section of research I did. Um, Right. You know, it just I wasn't looking for it. It just popped up and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but it's you like keep finding it. Yeah. Like I keep finding it. So why is nobody talking about it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why we're here. <laughs> like, am I just super smart or something? I don't know. <laughs> That's, that's exactly what it is. Maybe so. <laughs> Nobody was listening to you. Right. I mean, it just, it was just kind of weird. And, and, yeah. and so, you know, you go to the doctor, they give you a prescription for an antidepressant usually because they don't know what mm. else to do with you. So yeah. it's really more yeah. for the doctor to get you off their back. Right. And, um, but it doesn't fix the problem because if you have mm-hmm. an iodine deficiency an antidepressant, isn't going to give you iodine, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, and so a lot of people, they might feel good for a little while, but then, mm-hmm. um, after about six months or so they, they feel like crap again and yeah. they have to get new medications or up the dose or, mm-hmm. um, you know, all manner of things. And yeah, it's just, you're kind of like on this hamster wheel of trying medications that don't fix the problem. Right. And it's, you know, you could easily do an iodine loading test. It's, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, aside from the fact that you have to collect your urine and that's a pain in the butt. um, I mean, it's not, you know, impossible. (laughs) It's not very expensive. It's like around $80. So it's not like, you know, five, a $500 test. Right. Um, and it's a simple thing. It's, I mean, it's yeah. a simple fix. You know, if you're deficient, you take some iodine, um, uh-huh. you feel better, <laughs> your symptoms go away, and you know you, you don't see a doctor, <laughs> <laughs> right? So it it doesn't make any sense, and it's just really sad. Um, so I actually mm-hmm. had a friend who was scheduled to have a hysterectomy. And mm-hmm. her husband lost his job and she lost her insurance and she had to cancel it. Oh. And so she was in a lot of pain. Yeah. Um, so she's like, Annette, <laughs> like help. Cause I'm, I'm desperate. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I put her on some iodine and changed uh-huh. a few things in her diet. Six months yeah. later, she had insurance, but she no longer needed a hysterectomy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, you know, the one thing it does take some time. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it took six months for her. Um, I mean, she felt better way earlier than six months, but. Yeah, because you, I mean, if you're deficient, you have to build that back up in your system, right? Right. Right. Yeah. So it's not going to be like an overnight thing, like maybe a medication would be, but it's Mm going to be a long-term fix Mm -hmm. that doesn't add to your problems. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That just sounds like for me, that sounds absolutely amazing because I mean, even if they put you on like antidepressants, they, it takes 
up to three to you know four weeks for it to even start to feel like you're it's working it's working yeah and sometimes you have to go back and be like this is this is a waste of time you know and uh and now i see why because that's not the problem yeah nobody has an antidepressant deficiency i i could just tell you that nobody (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) that's so funny i it just stuff just blows my mind. I mean, like, I really need to talk to you more often because you say stuff that blows my mind. I'm like, I knew, I knew that there was something going on with this government. Well, and I think after the last two years, I'm hoping that people are starting to wake up and realize, um, yeah. you know, big pharma has a huge stranglehold on medicine. Yeah. Um, And so they're the ones that are coming up with the standards of care and Mm -hmm. they don't want iodine as a standard of care because they can't make any money on it. Right. Um, And it would take away from all their antidepressants. Yeah. And any other medication Mm -hmm. they might have to put you on. Um, So I heard um, my husband heard yesterday, I think that um, Bill Gates thinks that, anyone over 50 will need to get a booster shot every six months for so insane (laughs) COVID. And I'm like, well, yeah, honey. I mean, they've got to keep, you know, they need their their money. (laughs) Yeah. They got to keep it up. I mean, if we all are feeling great about ourselves then you know, we're not going to go to the doctor. So yeah, it's just things like that. I think, I think maybe some people might be waking up to the fact, you know, that um, I feel like there's this movement coming, you know, of minimalist, um, toxic free, you know, lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I don't care if it's a trend or not, but I will say that I have reduced the amount of chemicals that are coming into our home. Yeah. And I would say at least 50%. And I, at first I thought, well, this isn't even working, you know, like what's the big deal? You know, I mean, I'm saving money, you know, you doing different things, but I went on a trip <clears throat> and I was in a room with other people, with other ladies and and they were just using their regular, you know, stuff they use, their, you know, deodorant and lotions mm-hmm. and things like that. But the um, chemicals from it, about, it overloaded my system and it made me sick. And yeah. that made me realize that what I had been doing in our home, you know, getting rid of the chemicals and stuff has really helped it's re- i mean it really has an effect oh yeah and it absolutely does yeah i i couldn't believe it and now when my mom gave us a a, a set of uh, a blanket and comforter and stuff and we could smell the fabric softener through the entire house <laughs> and it was wow. only one blanket I was like, oh, my mom's here, <laughs> you know, because she uses a certain kind. It just smells like her. But I mean, because we're not using anything like that, you know, and um, I have slowly just yeah. been getting rid of, you know, using any kind of chemicals 
at all. Anything that has natural flavoring, mm-hmm. you know, or. <laughs> well, and you, you have to, and even um, enriched foods and fortified foods, you know, mm-hmm. they have all the synthetic vitamins and those are harming mm-hmm. us. Yes. Um, I mean, I'm really not a conspiracy theorist, but <laughs> after the, what's happened <laughs> the last two years and with everything I've learned about uh-huh. nutrition, it sure yeah. looks like somebody has deliberately tried to make us sick with all of the advice we get. Yeah, um, if, either that or they're just yeah. really stupid. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It could be both. I it mean, could. I don't know these people. I just know that the stuff that I hear is just very disheartening and it's very alarming, you know, because mm-hmm. especially when, um, you know, you say that we're, possibly iodine deficient and it's causing kids to have autism and ADHD and everything. Are you there? (laughs) Are you there? (laughs) You sounded like a robot for a second. Can you hear me? No. (laughs) Are you there? (laughs) Yeah. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. So let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's Everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, it's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. goodness it's okay trust me we can cut that out or i'll throw in a commercial (laughs) okay so uh anyway where we were talking about oh we don't know if these people are stupid or um or Or deliberate yeah yeah well and so i think uh, with everything I know, I think I understand why people are having a hard time with COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's because their mineral metabolism is all messed up. Um, and everything that we've been told to do from getting rid of saturated fat in the diet to eating a plant-based diet, um, 
pretty much everything has depleted us of vitamin A. And if mm -hmm. we don't have vitamin A, then none of our minerals are going to function the way they're supposed to. And so <laughs> I remember us talking about that because you were like, yeah, we need to be eating more red meat, right? Yeah. And animal fat. Um, yeah. Yeah. Liver. You know, they mm -hmm. told us, you know, we used to eat liver once a week. I grew up doing that because my grandmother lived with us. Uh, my you know, mom used to fix it regularly. Mm -hmm. I didn't like it, but we had to. Yeah, she made us eat it. Yeah, the liver and onions. <laughs> like every I, everybody had that once a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now they don't even serve it on the menu anymore, I don't think. No, no. Wow. Um, so they got afraid of it when cholesterol became a thing. So this whole, you know, anti-cholesterol thing yeah. um, got really knocked us out. Yeah. Um, and so, and, you know, then they put iron in our food because they think everyone's iron deficient and that's not the case at all. Very few, if uh -uh. any, are iron deficient. They're actually, right. they actually don't have enough bioavailable copper and oh, you need God. the vitamin A to get the copper. <laughs> so it's, I mean, <laughs> we're all jacked up. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, everyone's taking vitamin D supplements and that depletes the vitamin A and magnesium which you also need. So like, we're like every single thing we're doing seriously <laughs> is, is making us sick. Well, I mean, when I turned 40, which has been a while ago, the doctor put me on, he's like, you need to take some vitamin D supplements. I'm like, why? He's like, because you're getting you're 40. Up in age because <laughs> I'm 40. <laughs> I swear I walked out of there like my self-esteem had just like went through, down through the floor into the cracks because I was like, man, this really is the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then that same year I had to get bifocals. I was like, man, what, like, what is happening? <laughs> crap is going on around here. <laughs> yeah. You need vitamin A for your eyes too. So. <laughs> So, so what about, um, I mean, cause my husband and I, we started, you know, take supplements like vitamins, but I, I tried to get something that was like organic that didn't have, mm -hmm. wasn't manufactured, you know? Um, I mean, I know eating the foods is the best thing to do, but. Yeah, so I actually There's like no way you can get all that no, stuff in every day. No, well, our soils are so depleted now. So yeah, we we can't get enough from food, um, mm -hmm. and especially if you're not eating liver, um, you're mm -hmm. not going to get enough. So liver is actually nature's multivitamin, mm -hmm. and um, so I actually use uh, freeze dried liver pills as a multivitamin or prenatal. Mm -hmm. either way that has all the nutrients you need and in the, in the right balance and in the right mm -hmm. forms. Mm. Um, so I don't do any of the traditional multis. I do the liver pills. Mm -hmm. Um, and then another good supplement is cod liver oil. Uh, cause that has a lot of vitamin a, but mm -hmm. there's only a few brands that are good. <laughs> so like Rosita, <laughs> is a really uh -huh. good brand um, and nature's life has one that's good. So with the cod liver oil, you have to make sure they don't add vitamin A and D. Um, and you can tell that if it says cholecalciferol anywhere 
on the label um, or mm -hmm. in the ingredient list um, or palmitate. Mm -hmm. So if they have those two words on there, they've added it and that's not good. Oh, okay. Um, Why would they need to add it? I mean, well, they add, they add those to milk too, which, you know, theoretically they shouldn't need to, but um, wow. when they process milk nowadays, they separate the cream from the regular milk part, the non-fatty yeah. part. Um, and then they add the cream back, but all of the vitamin A and D is going to be in the cream um, because they're fat soluble. So, which is why <laughs> you have to oil. eat animal fat. Yeah. <laughs> so animal fat is the only source of vitamin A in the diet. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So plants don't have vitamin A. They have beta carotene. Yeah. But um, not everybody and actually very few people can convert beta carotene to vitamin A in the body. And the body can't do anything with beta carotene. So uh, unless we, it can convert it, it to vitamin exactly. A. That's the only thing it does. <laughs> that oh my helps gosh. Annette. Yeah. And so we're all vitamin A depleted. Um, <laughs> and, and then nothing else works. <laughs> we can't get, you know what we're going to be sufficient in barley and hops. I'll tell you that because <laughs> yeah. this will make anybody want to drink. <laughs> I know it's, <laughs> yeah, well, and so my goal now is to actually build an army of women who will, um, be advocates for themselves with their doctor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, because if we can all demand that our doctors give us the care we deserve and care mm -hmm. that actually honors our body and our mind, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, they'll, they'll change it. They'll have to change it. Um, mm -hmm. And then if we can change it for women, we can change it for everybody. Right. Right. I mean, because I know this can't be just, a problem for women there has to be i you said prostate cancer too right yes so men are affected by it also oh yeah so i actually just tested my kids they're in their 20s um yeah. and my son was very was actually more deficient than my daughter was in iodine wow. so <laughs> yeah it's it's a, it's something that really everybody needs to know um yeah. but generally men get better health care than women do um, mm -hmm. you know, we're just dismissed generally <laughs> as crazy people. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean we, we might be crazy, but Hey, <laughs> we make the world a better place. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you know, anybody listens to us, they're going to have a grand old time. Wonder what the heck's happening over there at Annette's house. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> she. When you start off saying that you have a license to kill, I mean, you know. yeah, I thought about writing I, a, a book, <laughs> license to kill. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I this stuff just blows me away. I, yeah, it is. I mean, and it, it was really hard when I came to see it and realize. <laughs> been telling people the wrong like I've been harming know. people you know, know thinking I'm doing good and it's so frustrating 
Yeah. Um, just especially watching these last two years, knowing what I right. know and being able to read the science myself. So I don't have right. to depend on the CDC and Fauci and all of them. Right. Um, right. The information that is actually in the studies versus what we hear are mm -hmm. two completely different things. And it's it's uh, so annoying to me. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, what about people who quote the CDC? And yeah. then they're, they're labeled misinformation. Yeah. Any, yeah. It, it's crazy. Um, I, I just, just think <laughs> I just none think of it makes people any are sense. just pushing a button to saying no, 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 not even listening or paying attention or whatever. I mean, I, I don't understand that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, what happened to where we could just say what we want? <laughs> <laughs> well, and what happened to uh, let's do actual science where we have discussions and we go over the data and and have people, <laughs> you know, debating. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so we can hear it all and then figure out what's the best course or I, what makes the most sense. Or I was I was talking, I think, to uh, my husband and son and I was telling them I don't think they do. Uh, like have speech teams anymore or debate teams because that was such a good exercise. Yeah. You give someone a subject, you lay out your facts and then you just go up against your opponent and you, you know, you state your facts and then you debate, you know, it's all civilized, you know, right. and it's like we've lost that somewhere. Yeah. And uh, I well, and now it's illegal. I mean, <laughs> pretty much, you know, it's illegal yeah. to go against the status quo. It's I pretty much how it is. Yeah, it feels wrong to me. I mean, I'm in big trouble because I spout say all kinds of stuff that people probably think <laughs> I'm a hater or something, you know. But I would never ever do anything that you know people are being accused of and just and it's just because I'm in a you know certain demographic or whatever but anyway I digress but so so iodine is the big word of the day yes. so I actually have an appointment on Monday with the doctor so I am going to be asking about that yeah and 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 they can just prescribe it, right? I mean, yeah. Well, you can actually buy it yourself um, now. So oh. when when you and you can actually test yourself too. So hakalalabs.com. It's mm -hmm. um, H A K A L A L A B S dot com mm -hmm. is a place where you can order your own iodine loading test. Um, okay. And then you can take. They also sell some supplements. The thing mm -hmm. with supplementing iodine is that um, we have so many toxins in the environment, which is one reason we have to get rid of them, um, that mm -hmm. contain bromide, chlorine, and fluoride, and all of those interfere with iodine in the body. So they bind to the iodine receptors so that iodine can't. So when you start taking iodine, you're going to start detoxing these toxins. Mm. And so that's going to make you feel like crap. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> there is a way to remedy that. Um, and uh -huh. you, you have to eat enough salt. 
So another thing we're told not to do uh, is eat salt. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so you need to eat unrefined sea salt, uh, uh -huh. which I like the Redmond's real salt and Celtic sea salt, but you can do mm -hmm. Himalayan. Um, and so you want about two and a half teaspoons of salt a day. Mm -hmm. um, that's the minimum. Uh, so I put a quarter teaspoon of salt in my, in every four cups of water I drink. Okay. Um, and so I just have a, like, I, I have it right here. Um, oh, and four, you just add it. I yeah. just add, yeah. For every time I fill this, I add a quarter teaspoon of salt. Mm -hmm. um, and so for about two weeks, you want to make sure you're getting enough salt so that when you start the iodine, it's ready to take out that bromide. Because the salt and actually what does helps bromide. bromide. What does that do? So bromide um, binds to all the iodine receptors, um, mm -hmm. but we can't do anything with bromide. So then we don't get the iodine though. Um, and so bromide, when you're detoxing, it can make you feel like um, it basically its symptoms would mimic an iodine deficiency. Mm -hmm. So you could have thyroidish symptoms. You could be um, tired. You can have mm -hmm. a runny nose, you know, like a cold or allergy. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, yeah. Just all kinds of different things. Pain in your breasts. Mm -hmm. um, and so you just want to make sure you're getting that salt. And then you also need selenium with iodine because those two work together. So mm -hmm. I recommend that people take about 200 micrograms of selenium a day while they're taking the iodine. Mm -hmm. um, and then you need magnesium. And mm -hmm. so, and everybody needs magnesium these right. days because we're so stressed out and we lose magnesium really fast when we're stressed. Uh, so oh the, yeah. So either the, the chloride, the malate or the glycinate forms are the best forms of magnesium. Citrate mm -hmm. um, is not a good form. And, mm. um, and then you also want some vitamin C, but you do not want ascorbic acid. That's a, actually toxic. So you want, I know, <laughs> and everybody's taking vitamin I can't C. Believe, I can't believe they sell that on the shelf, you know? Yeah. I've um, seen it. I mean, I had no idea. Yeah. All the vitamin C supplements are that practically. So you, you need to make sure you get a whole food source like Camu or acerola uh -huh. powder or something like that. Right. Right. Wow. Okay. And now you just totally <laughs> blowed my mind away. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you've been doing this already. So how have you been feeling? You've been feeling better or are yes. you past? Um, so I don't think I'm up to a high enough dose yet. Uh -huh. um, so once I, but I don't feel as bloated as I was feeling. Um, mm -hmm. And so I can eat and not feel like I'm, you know, 10 months pregnant, mm -hmm. which is nice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's, it's, it is starting to improve, but even at 150 milligrams, it's not um, high enough dose to mm. do what I need it to do. So I'm going to keep going up, but I do mm -hmm. take my salt. I take my selenium. I've got my magnesium uh, uh -huh. and my vitamin C. So I haven't had any, um, I actually did have like a mild headache for one day. And I was like, why mm -hmm. am I having a headache? Cause I don't normally get headaches and mm -hmm. you know, and then I'm like, Oh, I'm, on high doses of iodine, I'm probably detoxing bromide. <laughs> so <laughs> in that case, I just take, um, I, I get a cup of water and put a quarter teaspoon of salt in it and drink it and it, it goes away. Mm -hmm. Wow. I'm totally amazed. 
And I've done research, you know, and I knew that there was a connection with the iodine and the selenium and the magnesium. I mean, I even went out and bought those supplements. But when I talked to the doctor, he's like, no, because you're taking Synthroid and you don't need to take any of that other stuff. I was like, okay. yeah, because the Synthroid <laughs> is basically doing like it's it's getting the hormone that you need for the thyroid. But you could do that naturally. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, if you are on medications, you definitely need to be careful because you might need to reduce your medications. Right, right. Well, that is a conversation that I will definitely have with the doctor. So, um, so Annette, what, one last thing, what, <laughs> is it your cat? <laughs> I think it's my microphone. I don't know why it does that. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's been working great. And then all of a sudden it's freaking out on me. <laughs> so one last thing um, before we go, um, do you have any last thoughts to tell the women? Yeah. Um, don't give up. There's mm -hmm. hope and there's definitely a better way out there. And mm -hmm. so don't be afraid to try something new. Um mm -hmm. And if your doctor doesn't support you, get another doctor. Gotcha. I mean, you don't have to stick to somebody who's not supporting you. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I just feel as women, um, you know, we really, we have the right to stand up for ourselves. Mm -hmm. We have the right to medical care that actually honors our body and doesn't just throw a drug at us or a surgery. Right. Um, you know, but actually fixes the problem. Right. Uh, um, good. Yeah. That is so true. And how how can we get a hold of you um, if, you know, we want more information? Yeah. So I am, uh, my website is revivedwoman.com. Okay. And I think I'm at Annette Irene <laughs> Presley on Instagram and okay. Pinterest. I will and get then, that yeah. and have that stuff in the show notes when I post the, the episode. So, Annette, thank you so much. And thank you again for an enjoyable conversation. Oh, you're Even welcome. Thanks for having me. Nothing but doom and gloom <laughs> over there, you know. <laughs> and yet but like still you works. said, <laughs> there's hope. <laughs> yep, there's always hope. <laughs> You're my last hope, Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, Annette. And I hope that we can talk again soon. Yeah, that would be great. Thanks for having me. love this episode of motherhood unfiltered it's going to be okay podcast head over to apple spotify or amazon podcast to subscribe rate and leave a review it's very much appreciated thank you